My name is Jeffrey Zagarias. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. He is loving and he is merciful. Welcome to Praise You, Lord, episode number 144. And today we are in the studio again with Skype. We have uh, Jackson Messick Skyping in. How are you doing, Jackson? Good. Good to be here, buddy. Great to be, great to have you again. And I see your your face on Skype and uh, and Michael Lopez, the undisputed um, intern champion. <laughs> champion, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the undisputed intern champion. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's more to that title, but I haven't thought of it yet. <laughs> and uh and and Michael is uh Michael is actually going to be going to Ave Maria University starting up next week so we he'll be absent from us for a season we don't know how long he's actually studying What are you studying again Mike? Communications. Absolutely great. That's wonderful. Um what made you choose communications, Mike? What what what, what made because you were thinking of when I met you, you were going to be a musician, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I was going to become a music. I was a music major at first, but uh, I really found the um, the idea of uh, uh, proclaiming the truth really invigorating. Wow, There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, misguided people out there and uh who don't really know the truth whether it's the gospel or just you know flat out honest facts so what's the um, difference right yeah. <laughs> no, yeah there's no separation there in my book and, yeah but uh but yeah no i hear you right the truth will make us free yes exactly yeah yeah whole, and that's that's actually uh what coincides with my own testimony so um yeah the truth will set you free so exactly that's wonderful. So you're a truth seeker and now a truth, a spreader of truth. And uh, you have, do you still have your podcast that you started up uh, during the COVID-19? Um, yeah, Pro-Life Live. We're, we're on, a, on a break right now, a summer break, but uh, we'll be starting sure. back up uh, in, in late August. That's great. And, and describe to the people, because I was, you know, I was doing the... I was doing the kind of like COVID shutdown, hanging out in my house. I was trying to get out. I'm I'm not a guy that likes to stay in my house very much. I'm I'm more of an outdoorsy type of person. So I was I was getting out for hikes and things and just staying away from people, but spending more time with 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 nature than people, I guess you could say. And uh, but I but and then I just was like flipping through social media and I see Michael on this podcast. I'm like, that's my intern. What's he doing? <laughs> On a different podcast. What the heck is this? And I was like, "Wow, this is great. This is really." And by, my, by the way, Michael, I think we're a bad influence on you. I've, I know, and I want to apologize for all the, all the bad influence that we've had, uh, in your career because you started off being very well dressed. Now you, now you're dressing 
like you're not dressing as well anymore. You're, and and yeah. we've really we we're out dressing you now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm leaving. <laughs> My job here is done. That's a great answer. You were just you were just here to influence us. You're like these guys need some help. They got some yeah. um, aesthetic uh, deficiencies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to go find some other guys. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it's amazing, man. I mean, you were like really well dressed, really dapper, really dapper. You know, now you kind of look like any average, you know, college kid that you got the hat on backwards, the T-shirt on. What the heck, man? Is that because of if, is that my fault? I, a little, a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, the truth will make me free. Thanks. For, thanks for a shot of the truth. And uh, but uh, all kidding aside, Mike, we wish you the best and we hope you come back as soon as you're settled in. You've been a great asset, and uh, and if if you can continue with us, that would be great. And if not, we understand that. Um, there's another person that we've had on the program who I just heard from her dad, uh, Nick, who we all know, and his daughter is Sister Tonia Borsellino. Um, she was also in. She went to Florida. She was a Gator, I think, right? Florida Gator, maybe. I, she, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. She uh, so so Tonia went to uh, the university up there, and was that Gainesville? Is that where that is? Yeah, Gainesville, Gainesville, Gainesville. right? Gainesville. And she just, you know, she she was part of the our mostly our prayer group on Monday nights, right? Yep. Uh, back in the back in the day, and um, we we knew her through high school, coming to the prayer group, and then she went up to to Gatorland up in Gainesville. And she got involved in the Catholic presence up there at the university. And then she got involved in media as well. She did. She became a media powerhouse. And we had her in on the program. And I think that that program, I was thinking about that today. I think that program is somehow one of the few programs that we don't have archived up in our, our um, podcasts. Interesting. Now yeah. we we didn't we were not doing podcasts back in that time, but I of course everything we had recorded, so we had a we had an archive. I, I think that one is not there. I have to we got to hunt that one down because it's a very powerful. We have two. I think there's two programs with her, if I'm not mistaken. So here's awesome. the thing about Tonia. She's she's as you guys know because we know her right. She's a, she's become a nun, right? That's why we call her sister. No, she's our sister too, right? She was always our sister, so to speak. But she's like a sister, sister, like yep. sister act, <laughs> sister, right? And uh, and so her dad had asked me to to send a. Uh, they're doing some type of celebration in their sisters, and asked me to send a one minute video to give her. I guess hopefully she doesn't hear this because it's a surprise. So, <laughs> so this is between me, Jackson, Michael. And the Praise Euler community. So we're going to keep that between us. <laughs> no secrets get out get out among us, guys. Right? No. Praise Euler community out there, all, all, the 20 radio stations and all the podcasts. you got to keep that on the low. So <laughs> speaking of it, which we are Praise You Lord, the underground independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast brought to you once a week by the power of God and the, by the power of your prayers. That's the energy that we run on the Spirit of the Lord, and the Spirit of the Lord will not be chained. 
And I keep saying that because I hear people saying, oh, the churches are closed, but the Spirit of the Lord will not be chained. That's you right. cannot chain the Spirit of God. And, uh, yep. and so I um, want to thank all the radio stations, 98.3 FM, the Catholic Voice of the Palm Beaches. Definitely needs your help. Uh, not the, uh, just to let you know, I, I, I'm in the know on this. I've been told that the, um, that the donations are way down. So they're taking a big hit. And, uh, you know, if you want this radio station on the air, it's real simple. You, you, you know, you've got to pray for it. And, uh, and if the Lord leads you, no pressure, no pressure, but pray about donating to 98.3 FM. Also, 100.1 FM is under new management. We have a new president. I spoke to him uh, this past week. Wonderful, nice gentleman. We had a nice conversation. And he said, you know, you, I've, been, we've, I've been listening to a few of your programs. I was excited because I, I love music, and I, have, I didn't hear one song. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that's funny. And I, I went through a litany of how that, how, what's happened. And that's not important to the listener right now. But today, we will be playing a little bit more music. And if you're an underground, independent uh, Christian musician, we support you. And we, we are here to, uh, as a platform for your music. So we have a few people from South Florida we're going to be playing today. We've played them in the past. And they're really, really great artists. And I'm looking forward to, to spinning some of their music again. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening anywhere, you can feel free to reach out to us. And we'd love to hear your music. And if it's professionally recorded, we'll pray about it and so on. And, uh, and we may be able to use it for one of our broadcasts. So you, please, by all means, bring, uh, excuse me, send in your music. You can do that simply by reaching out to me at my business, which is Zagaria. That's my last name, Z-A-G-A-R-I-A, vocalacademy.com. You can put that name in a search engine. It'll come right up. We're down in Boca Raton, Florida. And you can email us through the website. And you can do that anytime you like. Reach out to me directly right there. Uh, it's kind of a one. It's been a one-man operation for five years. These guys have been a huge blessing that have they've come in and helped immensely, especially with the podcast and just having them on the air. When I'm doing this by myself, it is like, it's really hard. Uh, I do it out of a labor of love. I believe in this ministry. I believe I was called to do this, so I'm trying to be obedient to it. Um, it's not a paid position. It's volunteer for all of us. Uh, when Michael and Jackson are here. It's a joy. It's like I really have so much more fun. We joke. We have, we, you know, it's it's just a blessing to have you guys here. And thank you again for for being here, guys. Yeah, so good, so good to be here. The best, yeah. man. I'm so blessed to have you guys. We appreciate so, it. Yeah, well, I'm, we do too. And um, I get feedback from folks, and they're like, "Yeah, that Jackson. He's just, he seems like a cool guy, man." It's like, oh, I'm like, thanks. I'm like, he's cooler <laughs> than that. Trust me. He's even cooler than that, right? Yeah. Jackson's been with us for a while now. And Michael, you know, here, like I was saying before, we're just kind of sitting back, you know, doing, I probably came in from a hike. I just might have hiked a mountain or hiked somewhere. And I walk in, and I'm like, let me check my phone. And I, I go on to, like, Instagram. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's my intern. He's, he's doing a <laughs> podcast. He looks good. And I'm like, what? What's he doing? What is this? And it's like, what is? What are you doing again? Cause tell the people because I, I'm proud of you, Mike. Yeah. And I love you, so, buddy. Love you too. I love Jeff. you. Um, 
So what? Uh, what? Uh, so uh, at Florida Atlantic University down in Boca Raton, uh, a friend of mine and I started a pro-life club. Um, and due to the coronavirus, uh, the school shut down and everything moves online, so we can't uh, keep doing our club events. So we decided to create a way that educates uh, our fellow students through our club. And the connections we have as a pro-life club with the org- nonprofit organization called uh, Students for Life of America. And uh, what we decided was to create a program called Pro-Life Live, which is the program where for the students where we bring the experts and they bring the answers to discuss all things relating to pro-life, uh, to the pro-life movement and abortion. <clears throat> And uh, we've focused it towards Instagram, really, um, because uh, a lot of people our age use Instagram, and Instagram has a feature called Instagram Live where you could go live with another person. Mm. Uh, So, uh, yeah, and and, uh, I'm sure uh, (laughs) uh, while Jeffrey was scrolling through Instagram, he uh, came across one of our videos. That's exactly what happened, Michael. And, uh, and it was impressive. It really was. It was, it was, I was so impressed by it. Mm-hmm. It was informative. You're very well-spoken, as people can hear. And, uh, and so I, I just think you're going to be great. And now you're going to school, as Tonya did, for media or for yeah. communications specifically, right? Yeah, communications, yeah. Awesome. So it's great. It's really exciting. And I think you're going to be, I think you're great at it. I think you're a natural and and you're going to learn so much. And you've been a very big blessing also as an intern at our academy and our our recording studio, right? We have a, we have a recording studio and, and you did some teaching. You did a lot of things with us and, uh, you've you've been a great asset and just a good vibe guy to have around a guy I could just completely trust. Really? That, that's a huge thing. I just know Michael's got this. He's going to do the best he can. And if he can't figure it out, he'll just let me know. And, and uh, if I leave my wallet on the table or something, Michael's not going to touch my touch anything. <laughs> in the, yeah, I mean, I'm really, I mean, that's a big deal. You know, knowing you can it trust is. somebody, right? It is. Yep, definitely. So we appreciate you, baby. Sure. You're For the sure, best. Man. You're the best. <laughs> so we're going to be speaking today uh, about praise and worship. And um, I was praying about topics. We thought Father Richard Ch- uh, Champney O'Carr might be on. We thought... Uh, potentially um, a phenomenal um, test a few phenomenal testimonies have come in that are we have verbal commitments to come in on the program one is a one is a Jewish convert unbelievable story and we think we'll be hearing from her soon Um, another one is a pastor from down in Fort Lauderdale and his wife who I know very well and we hope that they'll be coming in soon. And then we actually have, a, a, speaking of music, we have a famous songwriter and um, musician. We, I don't want to give any details on that, but we have a big-time person that has also given a verbal commitment. So that will be a surprise. You'll be hearing that with God's help in the future. Keep praying for us. And I thank you for your prayers. I, I really do. Uh, this week, guys, I went to confession. Nice. For the first time, yeah, since the COVID thing hit, you know, and uh, I think I hadn't been to confession. I try to go monthly to confession. And, uh, yeah, so I hadn't been since February. And then and then I went to Mass following it. Um, and I got to say, 
I kind of felt I felt like not so good the last few weeks, like uh, excuse me, the last week or more maybe, and it didn't seem mm-hmm. to be getting better. I felt very lethargic, and um, I just sensed I got to get over. I got to get to confession, so I got to confession, and I then I received the Eucharist. Well, I, should we be, be surprised? Within twenty four hours, I was completely better. I mean, I'm pretty cool. much better. I, I've got my energy back. Um, I don't. I don't have any yes. joint pain, which I was having some pain. And I think that confession can be underrated, and also sin can be underrated. I think sin is very underrated, even you know, including venial sin. Yeah. Right. We're offending God, and that never blesses us. We we, we just sin doesn't. We don't receive blessings from sin. <clears throat> This is yep. in the scripture, and so I, I, I want to share that with you folks because, I, you know, this is a testimony of, re, of current events in my life. And once again, the Lord follows through on his promise. You know, yep. if you turn to me and you, and, you, and you repent and you try to change your, your ways, you know, I'm here to receive you back. I'm here to cleanse you by the blood of Jesus of what he shed on the cross. Yeah. And uh, you have a whole new beginning. You have a whole new beginning. And, you know, that sickness... Uh, no, I, I think a person... Okay, please don't... I hope people don't misunderstand me. Sometimes there's people, when they hear that, they, get, they can get upset. I've seen people get upset when I speak about these things. Like, well, wait a minute. I know someone that, you know, was born, like, with uh, some sickness. That's not what I'm talking about here. You know, yeah, a person can be, like really holy and die of a disease. Of course. This, this can happen, right? But this is yeah. not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, is that, that when we sin of our own making, mm. that we bring bad stuff upon ourselves. This is in the Scripture. Mm. And, uh, and, and this is true. This, I've learned this to be true, and that... Um, and that if you read, because I'm very, I, when I read the scriptures, I was very interested in healing, understanding healing. I was not interested in deliverance. What I, what I came to learn as I learned more about it is they really kind of come hand in hand. Hmm. You can't separate the two. And I think this is, in my opinion, a mistake some people make. They pray for healing, and they want nothing to do with deliverance. Well, I'm sorry, but, you know, they're, they're intertwined. Because sometimes that deliverance from evil really removes the sickness. Yeah, and I've experienced that. Well, at any rate, um, I don't know what happens. I just know I've been healed many times by the Lord. I do know that. That's a fact. Yeah, and they've happened, and I pay attention to what's happening. It, it, they happen. It happens after I repent, after I turn to the Lord, mm. and it happened again, and awesome. it happened again. So, awesome. so I'm just grateful for that. I th- I'm so thankful for that. Now, we're going to be speaking today not about that. We're going to be speaking—I mean, we just spoke about that, but I thought that was a current event that's, that was important to talk about and mention. And encourage you, you know, listener. Praise you, Lord, listener. When's the last time you got to confession? Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be listening and say, you know, I haven't been to confession in 50 years. Well, you know what? Today, that means that's an even better reason to get to confession. The longer you've been away, the, the better the, 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 the reason— and mm-hmm. I know people, Jackson and Michael, that I've heard them say, oh, I'm not going to go into church. I think the church will fall in 
on me if I go into church because they feel so ashamed. Yep. They feel like they're so bad. They feel like they're lost. But you know what, brother, sister? If you feel like that, you should run to a church. That's the best place for you to go. I'm not just saying a church. I'm not talking about a building here. I'm talking yep. about Jesus, who is the cornerstone of the church. Mm-hmm. And he uses people like ordinary people like us. Yep. And different people have different jobs, right? For whatever reason, in 2020 and for the last five years, my mission, so to speak, as a lay missioner, I'm a Catholic lay missioner, as you are, Jackson, as you are, Michael, one of my jobs has been to be behind this microphone and run this show. That's my job. My job is not to hear confession. I'm not equipped. I'm not trained. I'm not... I don't even know what the word is. I'm not a, it's not my job. I know it's not my job. My job is yep. not to, to, to do that. Sometimes people will unload things on me, meaning they want to, and I'll listen to them. And I, rem, I will remind them, especially if they're not Catholic, I'll remind them, you know, God is merciful. And I remind yep. them of what Jesus did on the cross and how we can say sorry to him. But I'm not a Catholic priest, right? So I can't, that's not my job. That's the job of a priest, right? So if you, yep. if you have a problem with your toilet, you call the plumber, right? If you have a yeah. problem, right? If you have a problem because a tree fell into your roof because of one of these hurricanes flying by, you call a roofer. You call yep. a carpenter, right? If your car is not running, you call a car mechanic. And if you have sin, you call a priest. You call a priest. And that's what I'm saying. Call a priest. And that's what their job is. And you say, well, I don't want to bother the priest. That's their job. Yeah. What do you mean you're not? They got to work. They got to do something. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's their job. That's one of their biggest jobs is, is, is confession. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean, they're the ones that signed up for it. They're called for it, and that's their job. They have to, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and so, if, and, and sin, you know, everyone is, guys, everyone's afraid of this, this, this invisible enemy, some people call it. The, this this COVID nineteen they're calling they call they, they, there's a new name for it all the time, mm-hmm. and they people ha- think they have to wear masks and they think that and I'm not saying you do or don't I'm just saying that people think that they do they think that and some people don't think that mm-hmm. uh, and some people get bent out of shape if someone's not wearing them and other people get bent out of shape if they're told to put them on mm-hmm. but one thing's for certain people are worried. One hundred percent. People are worried about this. Yeah. But you know, COVID is COVID, or any disease, is not even not even it's 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 not even on the radar compared to sin. Sin can put you in hell. Can put yeah. us in hell. That's right. Yeah. And COVID, you know, is not going to put you in hell. It's just a disease. Sin will kill you and make you suffer for the rest of eternity. 
if it's not dealt with. And you may be listening to me right now and say, well, I, you know, I'm going to go to hell. Some people say that. I hear them say that. Well, I'm just, I'm on my way to hell. I say, brother, then turn around. Mm-hmm. Turn around. You got to turn around. Turn, I'm telling you, turn around right now. Turn around. You don't want to go to hell. This isn't a joke. You're not going to have a second chance. That's right. You got to turn yeah. around. And you know what? You don't call the plumber. You don't call the carpenter when you just have sin. You call the priest. Get over there to confession. That's my encouraging confessions talk for the, for, for the day, I guess. But uh, I'm, I'm not joking about it. I'm saying this is for real, man. This is, this is unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. We, we're really bent out of shape about some things, but we're, not, we're ignoring other things that are way, way, way more serious. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What do you guys think? What do you think, Jackson? I think that that almost is identical to what Jesus said in the scripture when he said, um, do not be afraid of those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul, right? Yeah. Be afraid of him who can who can put the soul um, uh, in either heaven or Gehenna, basically, right? Which is God. No. Which is God. Basically say fear God because God is going to judge us. Yep. Now he yep. now some people say, and I know Father Richard how he is. He's a, he's a, Father Richard's a sweetheart. He is. And he's a sweetheart. He's gonna say, Well, God is love, you know. And he is love. Yep. And he is love. But he's also justice. And yep. uh you know, Father Richard would say, Well, you have nothing to be afraid of. Well, yes you do. Uh, if you're if you have mortal sin, you have a lot to be afraid of. You don't have anything to be afraid of if you confess it yeah. with a contrite heart, meaning you with a in truth, and you try to turn right. and ask the Lord to help you. Yeah. Now, some people get confused, Jackson and Michael, because I was one of them, so I I know about this. They think, well, I I can't, I don't want to confess the sin because I don't feel like I have self control, and I know I'm going to do it again because I can't. I, there, I, there's nothing I can do to stop myself from doing this again. Yep. And you know what, brother? You know what, sister? I know what that's like. And you know what? You're probably 100% right about that. You can't do anything about it. However, mm-hmm. what, what, I mis, what, what I misunderstood, and maybe you are, listener, is that we go to confession and we receive something beyond forgiveness. We, be, we can receive grace. Mm-hmm. And grace is God's gift. You can't yeah. earn it. You can't buy it. You can't go to school and, and study something and get a diploma and say, okay, here you go. Now you got your grace. Mm-hmm. No, it's a gift from God, right? Yeah. Yep. It's a free gift, and God gives it. And what it is is it, it sets us free from habits. Who wants to talk about that? Yeah. I, well, yeah, I think that's exactly, I mean, that's exactly right. The, you know, we... With free will, we all we always have we always have a choice. We always have a choice, um, but because because of that sin, because we're fallen, because we're we're uh, you know of what the church would call concupiscence, right? Like that desire, that attraction to sin um, since the fall of man. Because we have that desire, and we we can we tend to go that direction. We need the grace of the Lord. We need we need Jesus's help to not go in the direction that we would be inclined to, you know, that we're going to fall into. Um, we need, we need his help. Um, and he gives it freely. 
Right, Jeff. That was your point. He gives it freely. It's a he, great. It, his his grace is is free. Okay, so I'm going to ask, and I want you to be guys to be honest. All right, because I yeah. don't, I don't really answer, and I'm going to answer myself, and I'm going to start with Mike. Uh, have you have you ever gone to confession, Mike? I have. Yeah. All right. Have you gone to confession on a regular basis ever? Yes. Yeah. I for one at one point I tried going weekly. Okay, that's that's very frequent, and and how long did that? How long did you do that for? Uh, I I did that for about five weeks. What did what was your experience during those five weeks? Where did you notice any difference in your life? Yeah, I did notice that there was less um, there was less worry in my life. You know, I had Amen. more reinforcement. You had more what? Sorry, reassurance. Yeah, and and God's love for me, because um, uh, something that I do struggle with is is scrupulosity, which I know a lot of other people do. Okay, explain uh, that word, Mike. Yeah, scrupulosity means it's it's uh, it's a feeling that no matter what you do, God will uh, never love you or never accept you. Or it's just the slightest, you know, wrong misstep is is a huge, uh, is like the worst thing you could ever do. I think um, I suffered from that too, and uh, yeah. that can happen to me. Maybe still, I don't know if I don't. I think I'm beyond that. I, I think I used to be like that. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've heard that word, but I didn't know it used in that way. No, that was good, Michael. And I would say like it's almost like a spiritual nitpicking. Yes. Right? Like yeah. it's like looking at every little, every little thing you're struggling with, and uh, letting it overwhelm you. Right? It's like you're yeah. just in every little thing. You're seeing every little flaw. Mm-hmm. You're, um, and you and you kind of put yourself in this dark place from not just giving up to the Lord. Right? It's like the, it's this um, kind of shining a magnifying glass on all your sin, but not not turning to the Lord about it. Right? Just yeah. kind of being overwhelmed by it. Yeah, yeah, and that was actually my my first reasoning to do weekly. But then after mm. I did the weekly, it actually rather than just me going to you know just you know repent, you know, which is what I was doing, but in a in a more unhealthy way. Afterwards, I realized, you know, uh, I felt more peace. I felt more like you know like. I, I, I was reassured every time I went, like, no, the mercy is here for you, kind of a thing. Where it's like, oh no, the mercy is only here for you if you know if you don't mess up. Yeah, right, right. Interesting. Uh, that's yeah. very well. That's that's a great point. Mm-hmm. And uh, and 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 are you? Do you have a frequency um, outside of this season of 2020 with the um, COVID situation? Did you have a frequency that you were, did you have like a pattern of, of going to confession prior to February, let's say, of 2020? Yeah, yeah. I tried going uh, like every every other week. Okay. That's pretty frequent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I was saying a month, but I think it ends up being about six weeks for me, every six. Yeah. I think I try to do a month and then I, I figure out, I'll, I figure out when I'm about two weeks beyond a month that I, that I should go. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because <laughs> I don't put it on a calendar, I just feel it out. Yeah. You know, like a month just seems to go by too quick. I don't in my brain. I I don't know, but I'm just being 
you know, transparent. I think that's what generally happens. You know, it's almost a month for me. Yep. Um, uh, how long have you been, have you been going f- by every month for? Um, yeah, uh, I guess, uh, before Corona, um, I, I'd say for, for the past six months, um, you mm-hmm. know, I got, I got really, sure. it, yeah. Okay. And Jackson, what about yourself? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like. I feel like you were describing it, Jeff. Um, I'd probably say every every six weeks or so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the corona stuff. But I got to say, I mean, what I was thinking about this whole time we've been speaking about is how is how badly I want to go. Um, I haven't been I haven't been since the since March, sure. right when all this stuff started getting really bad. And um, for for weeks now, I mean, there's been a lot going on, um, but. But in addition to the, you know, really obvious things that have been tough over the past couple of weeks, I've um, totally noticed how um, how desperately I need to I need to go to confession and um, and speak to the Lord about this stuff, because I, I I'm, I'm, I know, you know, I'm, I've been walking with the Lord long enough to know the difference between myself prior to confession and after confession. Sure. Or I think that's the feeling I'm trying to describe. And, and I know this past, I mean, definitely this past month, um, has been particularly rough. I've been particularly tempted, right? I've been particularly, um, uh, more aggravated, more impatient. You know, it's like, I, I start seeing the opposite of the gifts of the Holy spirit, Right, sure, basically, sure. I'm realizing, kind of describing yeah. um, those those things that I know that when I'm really um, uh, when I when I when I've gone to confession and and really when I'm in a good place with the Lord when I'm when I'm um, in a uh, a clean place and and starting from that clean slate just like it is any time we go and and ask the Lord for forgiveness like that. Um, there's there's so much grace um, that I'll see those fruits coming out, the the, the positive fruits, um, in everything in everything I do. You know, it's like I'm I'm realizing I'm I'm able to turn away from sin a lot easier. Um, I'm able to listen a lot better. Um, I'm a lot more patient with my wife, with my kids. Um, I think more clearly at work. I make smarter decisions. Um, I know those fruits. Right. And I know and I know what it's like when I have barriers up and 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 right right now, to my knowledge, um, I I can't think of any mortal sin that I've committed. Right. By textbook. It's like I can't I can't think of any. So. So what is it? It's definitely what we would call venial sins in the church. Right. That over time, like you were talking about, Jeff, you know, especially if it's just been a long time, it's like, um, all those daily things, right, that I'm messing up and really need the Lord's help with, um, and especially for an extended period of time like that. Sure. Um, you know, it ad- it adds up, and I'm see- and I've been seeing the fruits recently. You know. Yeah, um, the, the fruits of of it adding up, I think, is what you're saying. I have. Yeah, That's and exactly I, I think right. I was that was happening to me as well. I'm I'm grateful that yeah. I'm very grateful for the grace to go a long period of time 
and at least in my own conscience, which, you know, I don't know how accurate my own conscience is, but <laughs> in my own conscience, I don't feel like I was, I was, I'd committed a, a mortal sin. God will be the judge. I don't know. You know, because yeah. sometimes we don't know because he does judge the heart. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking from like an a- acting out, but, you know, I don't, you know, I, God talks about the meditation of our minds and the meditation of our heart as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, how long did I meditate on something or consider something in my heart that was offensive to him? I mean, you know, he, he will judge purely and perfectly. I don't know. But from a con- yeah. from in my own conscience, that's what I'm trying to say, I'm, which is just not accurate, right? God, only God can judge. But in my own conscience, I felt, I believe, I hadn't committed a mortal sin. Yep. I can say I'm pretty sure I didn't, at least like outwardly. Yeah. But what my meditation of my heart or my brain was, maybe I did. You know, I don't. I don't. I, who can remember all their thoughts and how, what they thought about? I don't know. True. So, so yeah. uh, I, I, I'm. I know for a fact my my thoughts were not pure and my heart wasn't pure through that period of time at yeah. many junctures. I know that. But how long did I dwell on it? What was it about? Sure. You know, was I just battling temptation? I don't know. I don't know how you how God judges that. And who would? For sure. Nobody knows yeah. these things. But I know it's not good. I know that we want to have, you know, we want to um, have a pure mind. Purity. Yeah. And this is what the devil's after, by the way. He wants, he hates purity, right? Yeah. Which is one of the reasons I believe he hates the Blessed Mother so much. Yeah. Because she's such a great example of, of purity. Yeah. And he, and he wants to hurt children. The devil wants to hurt children in multiple ways, uh, yeah. with, with the, the way the media is, that the, the young kids with drugs, the drug, the the the, the um, sex trafficking, yeah. and pedophiles. I mean, it is a. Tra- I mean, I I I will start. I can. I mean, I can get really really angry, and I I don't want to go there. I mean, I, sometimes when I think and I get and I understand what's going on out in this earth, I I start. I mean, I can't do that on the air. Yeah. So I'm going to just stop talking about it. But <laughs> I mean, I get really mad. Yeah. Um So, but the fact is is it's a reality and we do need to we need we need to recognize the truth will make us free. So we can't not talk about this. Yep. And not recognize it and not say, "Hey, you know, um it's not my job, right? I'm I don't work in uh and I'm not a uh investigative reporter." I'm not a. I'm not. I don't work in one of the three-letter agencies of intelligence. I'm not a cop, right? I'm a music guy (laughs) (laughs) that has a microphone once a week on this show. Yeah, I'm a lay Catholic mission mission guy, I guess. And I have a music. You know, I have a. I have a music school and a and I and I have an engineering background too. So I'm music and engineering, and we have the we we do uh, productions and and we teach and we perform, and that's that's my job. I don't do. I'm not a carpenter. Don't call me to to fix your roof. I'm not a priest. Don't call me to hear your confession. And I'm not a plumber. Don't call me if your toilet's stuck. If you want me to play at your party, give me a call. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe I'll do it if the price is right. You know, <laughs> right? But you know, as a Catholic, as a Christian, you know, we have to talk about these things and say, man, you know, first of all, we got to discuss them because we're the body. 
We're not, we don't, we don't, we're a community. This is the praise you, Lord, community. And there are people that listen in on this, in this community that have different jobs. Some people are carpenters. Some people are priests. Some people are plumbers. And some people are in the three-letter agencies. And some people are cops. And some people are firefighters. And there's all, there's all kinds of people listening. Yep. And, and we all have a job to do. And we need to encourage one another to do the right thing. And my God, when I think about this pedophilia, man, in our own church, too. Yep. Especially in our church, because that's our home, or in, in, in our country, because I'm an American, and I am a Catholic. And, uh, and it really bothers me if it happens in our country. It bothers me, and I'm a human. I, it bothers me if it happens anywhere. That's right. <clears throat> so anyways, but um, let's talk about confession. And why, see, the thing is, I, I think this is where I feel like we're being led to go right now. Now, check it out. Yeah. The three of us, this all started off with praise and worship. We haven't really talk, spoken much about it. We haven't, even, we haven't played a song. We're, the three of us, as Father Richard had mentioned in, the, I think, the last broadcast, we're all praise and worship leaders. Yep. We all have played together, but we, we also have been leaders yep. um, in different places different scenarios. So I want to talk about that. We've got some time, and I think there's another program of this stuff that we can talk about. I, you know what I want to mention? As a, as a praise and worship leader, which, which we are, I want to ask you your opinion. Why, why is confession important in your, your opinion? Does, does anyone want to jump on this? Why is confession important in your opinion before oh. you lead praise and worship? Yeah, I'll. I'd like to say. Okay, the young, the young, the youngling is ready to jump on that one. <laughs> Ooh, I know that one. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I'll say this because I, I, I started becoming a praise and worship leader, uh, just kind of out of nowhere, you know, just just without knowing anything spiritually, you know, uh, of, of the responsibility it was. Um, and it wasn't until uh, uh, I ran into you, Jeffrey, and you gave me some pretty good advice, which was hire the level, hire the devil, uh, which uh, we're, we're, we're kind of like a, a domino effect, you know, and the first domino is the praise and worship leader. And if that domino goes down first, then everyone else around him is going to go down with him. So that's why staying in the state of grace by going to confession is extremely important for someone who has that kind of responsibility. That's well put. And I, and I didn't know that I had, uh, I think I remember having these conversations, but uh, that, that's very um, encouraging for me, Michael, to know that, 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 that uh, I was able to help you with that advice and that's helped you, you know? So, so let's, let's take that point and let's, let's put it in your life. I want to hear about you. So you, before you knew that, what was it like? And after you knew that, did you make adjustments? What happened? And what, what have you yeah. noticed? I, I definitely started, you know, actually focusing more on my spiritual life because it was more of just kind of like me helping out and me doing quote, a gig kind of, you know, yeah, you're a um, singer, right? You sing, yeah. You love music. Yeah. You also 
you know, you play some instruments and stuff, but you're, you're, you're singing, you've got a beautiful voice and it's like, yeah, I can help these guys out and I'll, I'll get some experience maybe. So a lot of people do yeah. it for that reason too. Is that kind of where you're coming from or where you're yeah, you coming that's from? Yeah, that's basically it right there. You know, kind of just like, okay, yeah, you know, learn how to, you know, lead a band and stuff like that. Sure. You know, uh, it wasn't until, you know, I, you know, things, things I noticed were sort of harder to do, you know, there was more, um, uh, more nervousness. Uh, I felt, had a lot of anxieties and stuff like that. Um, and you know, it wasn't until you gave me that advice. So I'm like, okay, yeah, there's definitely a, a, an aspect that I'm not focusing on, which is a spiritual aspect. And that's when I started, you know, focusing more on, uh, uh, going to confession, uh, especially if, you know, it was before retreat that I was supposed to help bleeding with music or before any kind of event, um, especially with praying and fasting and so, stuff like that, which, which I then found it was a more easier uh, easier time performing, easier time, uh, you know, focusing on what I needed to do, which, which is strange, you know, and it's kind of hard to explain because it's definitely that, you know, third aspect of the spiritual realm that, you know, um, <laughs> I can't really explain it. About. Well, you're, you know, I, I must say I was, I've been reading, I read the Bible. I try to every day, right? Mm. I try to daily read scripture. It happens yeah. most. It happens most of the time. It doesn't happen every day, but it happens almost every day, right? And mm -hmm. I've been reading the Book of Genesis again, and I've been in Proverbs. I've been in Psalms. This is recent. I was today. I was in Ezekiel, and I was in Luke today, and I was in Corinthians one. And when you read this, you go, "Now, how can someone read this on a regular basis and not be aware of the paranormal?" which is what the world will call it, perhaps, or be yeah. aware of the supernatural yeah. or beware of a spiritual reality. Because if you, mm. if a person reads this and it doesn't make that connection, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, and I think that might happen sometimes because it seems like when I speak to people, sometimes some people, you know, yeah. when we speak about the Bible. I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, fundamentally the 10 commandments you can derive out of it and some very good stories and some good, you know, um, uh, uh, ways to live, you know, and they, they, they work. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you don't, you know, covet your neighbor's wife, it's going to make your life a heck of a lot easier for yourself. <laughs> you know, if you don't covet your neighbor's goods, you're actually making your life easier, not because it says in the Bible, but, but just because of that, but because yeah. it actually helps your life. Like, yeah. you know, stealing your neighbor's stuff is really probably a dangerous thing to do, especially in some states. I mean, it'll just shoot you dead mm -hmm. for being on their land. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's a dangerous proposition to be doing any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. irrespective of what it says in the Bible. But it does say that in the Bible. So, yeah, I mean, there's very practical advice in the Bible, okay? But mm -hmm. beyond the practicality, uh, there's a lot. The Bible is chock full of these supernatural, spiritual things. I'm reading about, I think it was Jacob. Was it Jacob that wrestled with this angel? And I mean, everything mm -hmm. is unbelievable. All these, all these patriarchs, they end up getting their wives because God brings an angel and he brings their wife to them. It's not like they go on a dating website, you know? <laughs> they're, they're, they're not on, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I don't even remember what they call these things. People are doing this internet dating, right? And they, you know, and it's like, or they, you know, they're not like, they're not going to a bar to meet a chick. 
right? It's yeah. like, no, an angel actually goes out with like, and, and, and grabs, you know, finds this woman that's betrothed to this person. It's like, this woman is meant for this man, and, and God puts them together. And it's like, it's one, it's one unbelievably incredible supernatural story after another, mm. you know? And it's like, wow, look at that. You know, I mean, God is so intertwined in every detail of people's lives. Yeah. And Abraham, go here, you know? And it's like, well, where am I going? Well, you're going in that direction. Well, where's my destination? I'll let you know when you get there. Sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's just never, it's just incredible. And uh, and so so going back to your point, Mike, is that, um, uh, yeah, it's like we're not singing a gig when we're singing praise yeah. and worship, it's not even close to what that job is. Your job as a praise and worship leader, or however you want to call it, right, is not to sing a gig. That's not the job. That's the job of an entertainer. Mm -hmm. And a praise and worship leader is not an entertainer. A praise and worship leader is someone who helps lead the congregation to praise and worship the Lord God. Mm -hmm. Right? And not get in the way, and not become the, 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 the focal <laughs> point, and not, right... So, yeah. um, so, and so it's supernatural. And if a person can do that, then you can see why the enemy is going to want to shut that down real quick. For sure. Yeah. You know, and if someone's a, an entertainer, you can see why the enemy is going to be like, we'll just leave that one alone. Yeah. That person is yeah. just kind of like doing exactly what we want here, you know, yeah. from an enemy standpoint, if you will. Jackson, yeah. I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny, Jeff. Cause I mean, the one of the, one of the first things that I was thinking about was the conversation we had um, prior to uh, starting the program again and refocusing things and talking about testimony and um, Thanksgiving and finally praise right as being those three pillars right um, and that you know praise praise and worship is so much more than music. And I think it's, it is funny, right? It's like we, cause we use that phrase so much. It's like, we can kind of box, it's a, this, box it in, right? Or yeah. And it doesn't have to be musical. No, you don't have to praise yeah. God with with music. No. Some of the best praising I've ever heard was not musical. Yeah. Meaning there weren't, there were no instruments and there was not even singing. There was clapping. There was yelling. There was shouting. There was things of that nature. There was yep. ho hooting and hollering. I can, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Yeah, no, I confirm that. And I, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I, that's been, I should say that's been my experience too, um, for some of the, the most um, sincere and honest praise, right, that I've ever heard. It wasn't, it wasn't musical, actually. It was, it was this sort of over, overflow of the heart. And I think, it's a good way to put it. Um, and, and I, and I think that, that is why. Um, when we have this sin, right, when we have all this junk that's getting in between us and Jesus, why it's, it's so difficult to try and lead people in praise, right? Because if it really is an overflow of the heart, if that's what praise is, um, and we got all this stuff, right, we got all this junk on our heart, um, how are we going to be effective how are, how are, you know, it's like that, I don't know, that cliche is coming to me, right? How do you, how do you give what you don't have? Yeah. Right. It's like, if you're not, if you're not in a place where you're properly praising the Lord, right. Where your where your relationship with him is in order, where your, your heart's in order. Um, 
where you're at a pure place, like we were talking about earlier, right? Purity when you're able, when you're really um, in a childlike and humble place with the Lord. If if you're not there, and your responsibility is to lead people in praise, no wonder you're not going to be very effective, right? It's just not. You're not. You're at that moment. You're not equipped for the task at hand, right? Yeah, that's, the responsibility right. that you signed up for, you know, that, that, yeah, you, yeah. that you made a commitment to do and you're not in a place to do it, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, just thinking of the logistics before you're, um, hoping to be in a place where you're going to lead people to the Lord, um, whether it's musical or not, right. I think in, in, in leading people to worship in, in any, in any manner, if you're not, if, if you're not at a place where you're, um, your heart is clean, you know, you're, you're, um, in a, in a good place with the Lord. Uh, you're, you're not going to be effective in helping lead other people, um, to a pure place, to, to a humble place, um, to an honest place of worship. That's leading by example, right? Yeah. You know, it's an excellent point. Now, now the the priest that was, I don't have any idea where this man was from. No Mm -hmm. idea. He was black, and he had his accent was so mixed I couldn't tell. Like he would say a word, and he sounded like someone like a southern, like a southern, like a person, like a southern black, like a a person from um I don't know, like like Atlanta, Georgia. He had like yeah. he one America, word right? was like exactly like that accent, and then I heard another accent that sounded like um some other place because he English was not his first language. Yeah. So I don't know if he was Haitian. That would be my guess. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But there were times. I, there were times I couldn't really make. And I'm. I mean, I speak a bunch of languages. I'm pretty good at deciphering what people are saying if they have an accent. And I yep. work with people with accents, as a matter of fact, right in my in work, as you guys know, for that sing and, and do public speaking. So yep. so, I'm. I mean, if I'm not getting it, it's probably the people in the pews really aren't getting it. Getting it. Yeah. And yet, some of the words you could hear, right? Some of them I could get, and uh, I'd say like six, uh, maybe maybe higher. I I, th- I I was probably at eighty five percent, okay, and maybe somewhere at sixty percent. I don't know. I'm guessing, right? So, but here's the thing: this priest was incredibly effective. Yeah. Why? Because kids say things. I'm like, I don't know what he said, but it feels good. <laughs> it's like I don't know what that man just said, but that was God speaking through that man. You feel it, yeah. man. You can feel it. You can feel when the Spirit of God is flowing through someone's mouth. For sure. And you can feel when someone has the right theology and they're saying all the right words and they even have a very beautiful voice and they speak so wonderful. And it's yeah. like, but you don't feel the Spirit of God, man. That's called discernment. <laughs> For sure. You're like, no one's going to be fooled by that if they have the gift of discernment. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, well said. Yeah. And I think this is the case with praise and worship. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, and I think you guys might agree. Um, uh, some, I, I can think, I won't name names because I don't want to embarrass anyone, but we know people that, I bet you, I, if I named a person's name, you'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to say their name. But we know people, and I, I'm thinking of a person, but I'm, I can think of people too, but I know people, a person that you and I, and we all know, who doesn't have a great voice as a singer, not musically talented at all, off time, but that person may, 
in my opinion, might be the greatest praise warrior <laughs> of all of all of uh, of all of South Florida that I know. <laughs> and that person sings with yeah. their heart. They don't hit the yeah. they don't hit the pitch right most of the time. They don't sing the words right even. And they sing yeah. loud. That person is a loud singer. Yep. And that person will burst out sometimes and just praise, not even with a song, just praising God, yelling. Yeah, and uh, yep. and and you know what? The the reason why it works is because that person. I think we both yep. would agree, and we know when the difference. It's like, yeah, that's like that person's so liberated and free yep. because the where the the spirit of God is, there is freedom. Yeah, this is written. Yep. And this person's very free in the spirit, and this person resonates and vibrates uh, yep. when when the when the spirit of God is moving. Yeah, and it's awesome, man. It's awesome. So yep. praise and worship—that's a funny thing because I don't even know if we're going to do music today. But guess what? We're praising and worshiping. We're rem- reminding Amen. each other. It's not even right. necessarily about music, and that's that's could be a, a, a confusion. Now we do use music, and we do play music on our program, and I'd like to, you know, we're going to continue to do that. And by the way, if you have music. You're being called to reach out to us. ZagariaVocalAcademy.com is my business. You can always reach it there. It's a stable uh, email address. You can get there. Z-A-G-A-R-I-A is my last name, or you can put it in a search engine. You'll find me right away down in Boca Raton, Florida. And you can uh, reach out to us, say hi, um, anything you want. You can complain if you want. You can do whatever you want. And uh, feel free. And uh, whatever you feel like doing, you use that. You use that email address, and that's fine. And what I'm saying to you folks out there is you may know someone or you may be someone who has uh, music that you own the rights to, and you're a praise and worship person. You write songs. You have professionally recorded music, and you want to share that with the Praise You Lord community, which consists of 20 radio stations. And I like to do a shout-out also to Catholic Radio Network. We haven't done that today. That's all the listeners in the states of Kansas, Missouri, and Colorado, three wonderful, beautiful states of the United States of America. Very vast coverage out there. And down in the South Florida area, that's the Treasure Coast on 100.1 FM, Prince of Peace Catholic Radio and 98.3 FM, the, the voice, Catholic voice of the Palm Beaches. So you'll be p- playing on all those ter- terrestrial radio stations and the podcast and wherever else people rebroadcast us because we don't know what's going on. We just know that... It, the ripples keep going and we're happy about it because we do this for free anyways. So, you know, we're not, we're not being supplemented. I can see the radio broadcast is about to come to an end here, guys. All right. Yep. So looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Michael, God bless you and, and hope you success over at Ave Maria. Thanks Jackson. God bless. 